Tonight on two season of pop, 96.7 on your two season a pot, 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 at gmail.com. Do you want a formal introduction, or do we want to talk it in into a like a cold open? I just say I, I say we just talk it into it. I think that sounds more natural than a forced introduction. You don't and like the, just... you don't like the forced introduction introduction. Like if I if I just came out and said like Welcome back to two season a pod, uh, another great week. My name is Cameron Osborne. I'm here with Cam Leclaire. I guess it's, we could it's do succinct. that. I mean, it's succinct. There's something to it. Um, um, or, or we could do something around the lines of another great track by Van Halen. Uh, they seem like some new up and comers who might be, uh, you might be here on your jukebox coming up pretty soon. Uh, we got the weather in 10, but for now we got this hot radio show with some two young pugs. It's shock radio here. It's Cam LeClaire and Cam Osborne. Uh, I think they call themselves two season of pod. Um, let's, uh, let's let the, let's let them have the bike here. It, it's Friday night. It's Friday night, uh, Cam. Um, of course, you're there. Welcome to the show, folks. Cam, uh, my name is Cameron Osborne. Uh, you know, it's 1979. Are we sure? Uh, you know, I, I love playing this up and coming band, Van Halen. Are we sure we're stuck on podcast? Is that really what we want to call this this medium that we're uh, that we're doing in? Uh, I don't know how. I, is there something else we could pick? I don't know. It's 1979 right now. 1979, uh, maybe delayed radio is a good way to put it. Delayed radio, we're very excited. Radio on demand. We're very excited. Radio on demand, we're very excited. This radio on demand show can come up on your dial, 96.7, of course. You tune in. Uh, 96.7, um, Shock Rock Radio. <laughs> you can find it by faxing us. Uh, send us a fax. I'm pretty sure those were invented by now. I, um, I'm i pretty sure I saw one in the office. Up at corporate, of course, um, because this is big. This is episode, like, 18, I think. 19. Oh, God, I need to know these things. How about Okay, so how about this? For every um, number now, we have to come up with our favorite sports player who wore that number. Favorite sports player to wear 18. Who comes to mind there, uh, Cam LeClaire, of course, was, a fan of sport. Um, no, I believe episode uh, last week was episode 17. Um, I, I, as, uh, as I, as the bright LED screen of your computer lights up your whole image, your whole visage cam, uh, who's your favorite number 18? Uh, I'm just going through the list here. Uh, I'll be honest, none come to mind. None come to (laughs) mind, but, uh, Denny Savard. Uh, Serge Savard, Dave Taylor, and Ed Westfall are the top listed for the NHL. Uh, I feel like was Peyton Manning eighteen. Wasn't Peyton Manning number eighteen or was he number sixteen? I think he was eighteen. Yeah, <clears throat> Peyton Manning. Uh, of course, this is a delayed radio show that we talk about sports. Yeah, you're right. 
You're right. Uh, we talk He's about a lot team. of sports on this show. Uh, I, of course, am quite athletic. Uh, Cam and I, we've been sending work. At, we've been uh, keeping each other motivated in uh, in this difficult time, sending each other clips back and forth of our various exercises. Pretty, pretty much only fans, but just for ourselves of each other working out. It's. It, I'm sure this is this, now. This is something that the fans would love to get a hold on because sometimes one or both of us aren't wearing shirts. Most um, of the time, you get a, actually it's mostly me. You get a quick glimpse of uh, you know our homes, our uh, our abodes where we live, right? Very personal information about us that the fans have just been dying to get at. It's only when we're juicing hard, though. Uh, that's right. Um, you know we uh, haven't been able to do much for the last month, of course. Uh, so naturally, we stepped into what's known as a steroid cycle. Um, so we're cycling pretty well right now, uh, both Cam and myself, uh, looking very good. Of course, we're still looking for looking sponsors correct. for my, uh, creatine vodka that has five grams of creatine monohydrate per two six. Uh, cause you can just down that in a morning before you go to the gym. It's, it's Easy. like, it's like getting your pre-workout, getting your pre-pump on, uh, and, and then just your bust out your squats before Friday night. Yeah. I'm, uh. I've been trying to keep to a good regimen of uh, at least 100 push-ups a day. I'd normally bang them out by noon, just <laughs> every day. Now, Cam, I picture you like uh, like on the phone with clients, banging out push-ups in like a in like a montage of how good of a salesman you are. You're the best. You see what I'm around. saying? Yeah, like that kind of song is there, and you're going like 40, more like you want to buy 70, and you're just pumping them out yeah, as you go. You're like, listen, I will do 100 more push-ups if you just tell me we're going to close today. <laughs> Are we going to close today or not? Because I'll do them. I'll fucking do them. That's exactly um, that's exactly that's exactly it. And uh, I think it's been like, working. You've been you got are. it. You've been getting a lot of new uh, business, new clients um, in in this time. You know, because you're doing a lot of these. You're doing a lot of your work now. Is just you're at home. You're you're on the phone. Your internet bill has probably shot way up with all this video conferencing that's been taking place. Oh yeah, we just pay unlimited. Ooh. You guys don't have unlimited though. Yeah, we do. Oh, you guys, because you were running on that like basic plan for a while, which um, I thought you no, were crazy it, for. It, it wasn't that it was a ba- it was um it was a plan that we had was a promotional thing for like a year. So oh, they they always fuck you on those. They never like remind or you know. Yeah, I know. The and onus, then the next the bill onus comes has around. to be on us to like they can't do this for every single person, right? Uh, but yeah, yeah then can. there was like the two months where it was, or I think. We didn't know we were off. And we're like, oh shit, how did that happen? Okay, let's see what happens next month. And it happened again. We're like, oh shit, it's because of uh, data overages. But we fixed that and everything's fine. Which yeah. is great because, you know, certainly a lot of online uh, watching has been happening lately. Certainly a lot of, uh, you know, online streaming of sorts. Uh, you just can't get enough of it. Just can't get enough. Speaking of not enough, what do you think of the uh, MJ documentary that dropped? Did you watch it on the Sunday or did you watch it on the Monday on Netflix? Uh, we definitely watched it on Netflix. I can't remember which day it was. It may have been like the day after because we wanted to watch both in a row. So it's kind of like where do we have two yeah. hours that we can just sit <laughs> sit down and watch this? And I think we ended up watching it like a couple days later. Uh, fantastic. Um, yeah, uh, it, as as a doc, it was incredible. As a fan of sports, it was incredible. As a fan of basketball, you know it's my favorite sport. I love the way they dribble up and down the court. It, it, it was a lot of fun. Um, 
My only my only downside, and I get this kind of with documentaries sometimes, because sometimes this will happen. Uh, like, so the do- a documentary is there, there's a narrative that is written by the filmmaker to create protagonist antagonists, right? Uh, it's the way you craft the story, right? Like, I'm sorry, kids, but Carol Baskin didn't kill her fucking husband. You Talk don't. You. you don't think that the police officers and like the state officials investigated all of these shitty internet theories? See, Obviously, I don't know. the thing about that can the difference between that. But that being said. This narrative is framing Jerry Krause to be the antagonist, to be the bad right. guy, the Bulls general manager. Whether or not he may have been, he passed away before, like, uh, 2017. So unfortunately, the man pant- painted to be the antagonist, I feel, or possibly he may, will never get the opportunity to have that interview of his own. Uh, which is, I don't want to say like they're kind of kicking him when he's down, but, um, you know what I'm saying? To truly understand both sides of the story, you would have to hear both sides. And unfortunately we can only kind of hear one. Uh, but that to say, I'm I'm stoked, uh, on the rest of the series. That's a good point. Um, yeah, it's a good point where you just need to, you can't craft people as neutral. You have to craft them as one or the other. Like, I would say in Tiger King, no one's a protagonist and no one's an antagonist. They're all just bad people. Uh, or just they're all, sir, they're all antagonists because you kind of hate them all. various degrees, but we, but we ourselves as the viewers created what we believe to be good guys and bad guys within the plot, right? Yeah. And uh, because the story was crafted for us to have those beliefs, right? Um, yeah. One thing that I was talking with someone about was they – People think that this will maybe sway the argument towards Jordan over LeBron. And my point of view is that it'll sway the casuals like me because I don't watch that much ball. Like you're, you're much more of a ball fan than I am. Um, and you'll be like, I formed my opinion long ago. Me, I'm like, throw me some data. I'll listen. <laughs> throw right? me some data, of course. Well, the bias then there would be you haven't seen Tell me a pretty story and I like that story. I'm going to be like I like that guy better. <laughs> well, I I, right? I I was just going to say like you haven't seen the eight-part LeBron James documentary. No, not so at all. So in we know in 20 years whenever that comes out, uh you know, or in 20 years when the Kobe Bryant documentary comes out, whenever it happens. Uh this is also like big in sports. This doesn't happen, uh, you know, larger scale doc series that truly gets like the whole sports world talking. And truly, I think Michael Jordan, that's the Michael Jordan effect. Like, mm. he's the biggest, ath- he's good, the biggest athlete timing, on the fucking planet, though. right? Certainly a good time. Picture exact same thing, uh, but let's like a Wayne Gretzky type is going to be a completely different set of viewers, Right, you'll have a bunch of Canadians and then yeah. some Americans would be interested. Some Russians, but like you, but like you just said, you're not a fan of basketball and you watched it. It's a good point. How many not That's fans of basketball do you think are uh, watching this right now? It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to the Dennis Rodman episode. Uh, whenever that happens, um, uh, do you think they're going to talk about? Um, how he got like his shoe brand and shit. Yeah, they'll get there. I mean, it seems like what the story is is each episode is a portion of the last season and then an earlier portion of Michael Jordan's career, yeah. right? So they hire, they fall, they you know, first episode was what like 
college and him getting the NBA. Then second episode was like him getting Scottie Pippen in a few years. Next episode, we're kicking around 88. So that's his like uh, MVP 40 points a season. Sorry, 40 points a game season defense player of the year. Like he's like the next episode, he's going to come back on a fucking tear. And then uh, just tear open the league with uh, like battling a lot, battling Dennis Rodman when he was on the Pistons. So it's gonna be a lot of fun, folks. Oh, I didn't know that was even a thing. Hell yeah! See, dude, this is why I'm such a casual that people are like, I know the story. I'm like, I don't know the story. I I look forward to it all. Yeah, man. I don't, well, you know, I mean, it's no spoilers. Oh, uh, no, no spoilers indeed. Uh, but it was a lot of fun, Cam. Um, let's move on. Let's move on, Cam, See, because... That's where uh, you have to segue. That's where Cam... That's, that was a segue right there. Speaking of spoilers, we both watched a movie this week, and we thought we'd uh, bring it into the team here uh, to go over it. Uh, and that movie, as promised last week, was... Was it Dusk Till Dawn or Gun Till Dusk? N- it's neither of those two things, Cam. We watched from <laughs> Dusk Till Dawn, uh, the 1996... Like, Action thriller starring George Clooney, Quentin Tarantino, Harvey Keitel, Juliette Lewis. Isn't that what I said? No, you said what did like I say? you said like you just said like Dusk Till Dawn, and then you What's said something else. It's From Dusk Till Dawn. There's it's a four oh, word. Oh, missed the from. Okay. Yeah. From well, you, know, you missed you missed twenty five percent of the words there. You missed twenty five percent of the words you don't say. Take. Right. That uh, gain Wetsky. Gain Gain Wetsky did say that. Gain LeBron. Uh, Smith. Um, now, Cam, you, I take it you didn't like this movie, I take it. I... Perfect. I watched two movies this week. I watched two movies this week. Ooh. I preferred that one. Yeah, nice, nice. So, here's my review. It's a hot, hot take, by the way. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So, as we, as we know, this is a movie that is split 50... What sixty forty? I don't even know where the split. I think it's a good fifty like, fifty. It's almost like it's. I wonder it if it's like to the minute. Like How many more minutes? Uh, yeah. I'm not sure where the, the. It felt very close to it, but it's uh heist movie where they rob uh, something. Uh, I don't even know if it's clearly defined what they rob, but they're running from the law. Oh, it's clearly defined, Cam. Don't worry. I watched it. <laughs> they robbed a bank. Did they? Okay, they robbed yeah, a bank they... and shot a bunch of people on the way out. Oh, that, I remember they shot a bunch of people on the way out, and then they shot people in another store, and they blew shit up, and then they uh, they took a family hostage, and they went across the Mexican border, and then you're like, oh, they're, they're going to get their pickup point. And that part of the movie, I love. There's lots of uh, intense Quentin Tarantino looking creepy, and just good mm-hmm. development of George Clooney's character. Um and the family, the other family, like that was all great. And then the bar itself that they went to seemed really, really cool. It was this Mexican bar where they had to get permission to get in and just badass bikers and great music and smashing drinks and tequila and just a badass time. And then something spurred the vampires to arise, probably because it was dusk or something. Um, and then full on vampire movie. They just uh, then it's just slaying vampires and fighting them off for the other half of the movie. And that part just a little over the top. Um, I mean, not really. Like if you were to find that plot line to me, it's 
vampires come and they kill them. There's mm-hmm. nothing else to it. Um, no, yeah, well, it's they got they got to get out. They got to get out of the. Uh, they got to get out of the. What was it called? Like the titty twister. The titty twister. Yeah. So couple. Here's the here's the couple things I had of this movie that were a little bit bizarre. A couple, Cam, because you just gave like a four minute synopsis and you were so incredibly enthused talking about bias. You just presented our listeners with that take that that little synopsis of the movie. Little synopsis. Um, two things I found that which you watched this as well this week, right? Yeah, yeah. No, after after you said you told me to watch it, so I watched it. Um, I don't know if you. Well, the one thing is the kids that uh, the the family has. It's one girl and this. The, I think he's like a little Asian kid with a bowl cut. A little, like, little Japanese boy playing guitar. Little Japanese boy. Was it? Was, was he adopted or what was the story there? Uh, I think it's like assume he's adopted because there's a line where I think George Clooney mentions that you know they're different colors of skin. And Harvey Keitel says. Like that, like color doesn't matter. I'm his father, or like something to that effect, right. like to imply okay. that he I, adopted. Yeah, him. maybe that was just a, a creative choice to be like, I'm a good person. I adopt kids. I don't know. Who knows? But I thought that was a little like weird little part of the story. Isn't it so like, weird that a white family would adopt an Asian boy? It's so it's bizarre. It's so weird that, but it's just it's just like what was the creative reasoning behind it? I don't know. I've never written a movie, so. uh I'm sure there was a reason to it, though. Maybe right? They weren't just like they weren't just like okay, who do we want? You're like, um, what does he give out? Ten lines? I mean, it's, you don't need a great actor. So like, I'm scared. Oh, are those are those vampires? <laughs> yeah, you know, they, it was like a 15 year old, eh? He was like an right. like, at least a 16 year old kid. I'm a little baby. He says, "I'll drive" at one point. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he also drinks at one point. Okay, so uh, um, multiracial families, weird. Uh, what's just, no, what's number two, bizarre. Cam? What's number two? Um, the okay, the new characters that came about in the, um, the zombie apocalypse. There was at, the no at at the titty twister really black guy who was the black like sorry really jacked black guy, who mm-hmm. who always smoked cigars. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the cigar. Um, Look. What was that? Uh, yeah, the cigar look, of course. Yeah, Fred Williamson. That was him. He was a football Fred player. Williamson. Okay. He lit, I think, six cigars in the movie, and you ne- like he just always was lighting them. Never saw him smoking them. Just always like badass. Ready, yeah, because ready, he keeps going ready, out. Ready for his because n- he goes to light it. No, because he, he lights new ones, on it, and, then, and then it goes no, out. No, because he, he lights new light ones. One. That doesn't make any sense. And that's my two takeaways. Okay, okay. So, um, so continuity, uh, was a problem that you had with Cam. The uh, specifically the the cigar continuity. So biracial fam or multiracial families, cigar continuity. What's rounding out the top three here? Um, that the second half of the movie. Oh, just the vamp. It wasn't you, very good. You yeah, just didn't like the vampires in general. It was just boring. It was just like I know how this is gonna end. And there wasn't any twist or anything to how you killed them. It was just holy water or... Classic holy carb- water, um, think through the heart, or just the cross. Just show them the cross, right? That's a classic. That's how vampires are killed. Yeah. None of this twilight fucking sparkly skin bullshit. No, not where I'm from. 
I guess. It just didn't seem to, like... I don't know. I just didn't really get it. <laughs> I like uh, that Quentin Tarantino died, though. <laughs> you like that he died? Well, it's nice to see a main character die in a movie, not at the last stage, but, like, midway through. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um... Yeah, you know what, Cam? This is uh, it's a, it's a cult classic. I think what comes along with that time is a lot of that cult classic. Like this is not, you know, it's not a not going to be a movie that you'll enjoy for the same kind of reasons, right? This was this was a movie. It was two buddies who came together. They're like, boom, we'll do half of your movie, half of my movie. Quentin Tarantino told, I mean, the, uh, he told his story. They robbed the bank. They got to Mexico. Great, that story was told. It's a 45-minute movie of George Clooney and Tarantino escaping to Mexico, right? And then... Uh, and then you're saying George Clooney's part of the movie was the vampires? No, no, Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez. I'm saying, like, the first part of the movie was oh, Clooney... Oh, George Clooney. No, I'm saying the first part of the movie is the heist movie. It's a 45-minute heist movie. And then yeah. there's a 45-minute vampire movie. And they just... We're like, okay, the bar will be the meeting ground and between the two movies, right? Keep minus ninety six. So who, who came up with the second movie? Um, well, I mean, I couldn't tell you. I don't know, like specifically. I mean, it was you know, kind of. Oh, okay. Quentin I thought Tarantino's there was like two directors or something on it. Uh, no, it's. <laughs> I told you this last week. Also, okay, I'm holy shit. Tarantino wrote it. Robert Rodriguez directed it. So Quentin Tarantino wrote the whole thing. I, I Cam, I told you that last week. <laughs> okay, so next time we do the movie thing, love it. Look a little bit into it first, right? Well, at least you want to get the, you know, so so when what? we present the material, you can at least be I like. I think there's beauty in not doing research and just watching it and being like, here's my take. Oh, no, of course, right? But then you could maybe, just for your own sake, you can go back and be like, oh, okay, when Cameron's talking about the director, he's talking about Ugh. Robert Rodriguez, something, Ooh, some, somebody who boring. Tarantino's worked with before, somebody who's, you know, done a lot of that. I'm not um, going to get Hispanic those details. Like, you know style. that stuff because you like movies. I do like movies. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch it and be like, here's my take on the movie. And then I'm going to ask you questions. Then you can't be like, how did you not know the answers to those questions that are very specific? Yeah, other because than the specific ones. I only come up because you told me that it's two different stories. That I thought that meant they were two different people who came together like, hey, I got an idea for a movie. I got an idea for a movie. Why don't we just make the, a movie and just one and we'll just do that. Okay. Okay. So you okay? You misunderstood what I was saying. Maybe I misunderstood. It, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, okay. No, no, those were a couple. A couple of those were a couple of those were uh, a couple of things I mentioned last week. I think that's what encouraged it because I was like Tarantino wrote it, and you were like, "Oh shit, that means we got to watch it." I guess. No, we then we. One for this week. What? 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 What do you? What do you got, Cam? I don't know. I think, I, I think last one. No, I think last one you're... it happened so organically because we were talking about the subject matter, and then you were just like, "Let's watch it." But I think if we talk about another movie between now and the end of the show, then that can be the one we pick. Sure. Right. Well, you know, I, if... did, I did watch a second movie this week as well. I don't know. This if you is heard uh, it's turning into. Is this turning into a a, a weekly movie, radio movie a weekly radio show movie review uh show cast? 
It's it's literally whatever we want because we don't we don't do what the fans want. We do what we want because God, we haven't even this podcast. Oh God, this, we haven't even gotten to our uh, our segments. This is fantastic, Cam. What was the segment? Let's keep running it, Cam. Keep folks want to know. The folks at home want to know. What was the second movie you watched? It was Baby Driver, and uh, did you watch Baby Driver ever? Mm-hmm. So, Very fun. I that's. Exactly what I would say. It was fun, but it wasn't really <sighs> fulfilling. Is a good word to put. Say okay. You like to be fulfilled at the end of a film, Cam. You like to. I like to be like like like, wow, like, at, like at the end of a Thanksgiving dinner. You want to be topped up, cozy. I want to feel like I learned something or I grew a little bit during mm-hmm. the time. Of but course. But now I'm just like, yeah, that was uh, that that was that was a movie. You forgot you what know, it was like it, to maybe just sit back and enjoy. Yeah, I'm not good with that. Maybe this brought did this bring back the love of just being able to watch a movie and get lost in the world? I don't know. It was just it wasn't that it was okay, you know? It was like I said, it was a movie, there was a plot line, and yeah, I don't know, it just it really didn't do much for me. It was yeah, here's an action scene, here's an action scene. Very one dimensional characters. Um Never seen an action movie before? Never seen a heist? You think there you think there's more there's not more to Matt Damon's character than we see in Oceans Twelve. I've never seen Oceans. There you go. Is that natural? I guess I literally just watched Oceans Twelve and we Oceans (laughs) Thirteen. But that's okay. You can watch it again, Cam, because it's fresh on my brain. What's um which one's the first one? Oceans (laughs) Eleven. (laughs) <laughs> Ocean's 11 and then Ocean's 13 is next and then they go back to 12. They kind of time okay. jump. They pull a, you know, they time jump a bit on us. So it goes Ocean's 11, Ocean's 13, Ocean's 12. Sure, if that's what you want to believe, yeah, that's the order that they go. Oh, but it's not that? <laughs> no, it goes 11, 12, 13. I was Oh, Cam, I'm trying to jump. mess with you. Oh, these well, are hey, listen. Are, look, look at the Star Wars franchise. What came out first? Uh, four. What came out first? Episode what? Was it episode one that came out first? No, four. But they tell you that because by that logic, you should be asking yourself what happened to Oceans 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and then, or you just turned on Netflix and you saw Oceans 8, and you're like, oh shit, is that the first? Is that the eighth installment in the franchise, or is that the first installment? Is there an Oceans 8? What does the oceans relate to? How, why is there so many? Well, because they're they're heist movies. You you have your team of people you go on a heist with, and then okay. you keep that team, and then you go on another heist in another movie, and then oh, so the heist team is called Oceans. <laughs> May I maybe you just have to watch Cam because <laughs> I think okay, at this I'll point you're asking me to explain to you the sure, plot of the entire Oceans franchise. Okay, I got a feeling because I've seen a lot of pop pop culture, and I think it references it all the time. Is it basically going to be they get caught, but the plan was actually to get caught, and then they actually walk away with the loot? It's a heist movie. There's all sorts of plans that they're that they hatch, right? That's that's the that's the part of the heist movie is that you wait for the you know is the switcher the razzle dazzle the, the, the little the, sizzle the on the stick the uh, yeah the razzle dazzle um, whatever you want to call it that's part of the uh, the excitement 
Okay, I'll put that on my watch list this weekend. Perfect. A lot of fans of the show are going to be really excited to see uh, what you have to say about Ocean's 11, 12, or 13. Um, Probably just, we'll see what 11's brings. And, okay, yeah, we'll do that. Maybe I'll, if, if I don't like it after 40 minutes, I'm turning it off, though. I'm 40. I'm surprised you would give it that long, Cam. I probably won't. Um, uh, but you know what? Uh, I mean, we're talking all these things about movies, but Cam, I think uh, us talking about movies um, on the show, at least, is really dependent on uh, sort of the copyright laws that we aren't breaking, of course. Um, uh, us on the shows, we're rebels, we're really badass, Bad and uh, a lot of the time, uh, corporate comes back down on us because we're using things that aren't part of copyright. We're saying things that might be uh, a little controversial. So, for our second time this week, our second time in in as many shows, uh, corporate's given us some notes. Notes, we got some notes. We got some notes. Notes, notes, we got some notes. What do we got this week? Cam, you know what's coming? We're talking. We're talking jizz. We're always talking. Oh, j- we're always talking jizz on this show, specifically Secretariat's jizz. <clears throat> um, if you can recall. Um, the the value of Secretariat's come that we suggested from a headline last week was like far. Uh, we, uh, we, we just had to get some things clear, um, on the show because, um, when Secretary retired, uh, in 1973, apparently his, uh, his sperm was really immature. His boys weren't swimming and there sure as hell weren't a lot of them. So it wasn't for another three years where he eventually became a daddy to 28 beautiful foals, including one named Can- uh, Canadian Bound. Who set the record in 1976 for a price of 1.5 million dollars? Most expensive horse ever, right? Um, at That's the it? end of I the day, well, at the time, right? It's 1976. Uh, he spent uh, he spent 18 years pumping out children, um, which is incredible. And out of the 663 little babies that he had, actually, uh, only eight percent of them. Uh, actually won a stake, like actually won a race that would be worth something, which is actually 54 of them, um, hmm. which is uh, which is crazy. Um, so he's actually not. Uh, Did we figure out the price of the sperm, though? I uh, didn't figure out the price of the sperm, um, but I think it's most important to know is that his his boys were not what was selling because actually um, the best <laughs> horse jizz uh, that is ever sold was belonging to that of a horse named Mr. Prospector, who was a nine-time leading sire in North America. So what this means is, uh, nine years in a row, the horses that came from Mr. Prospector's balls won the most amount of money for like the entire nineties. Mr. Prospector's like manliness is what's fueling the entire horse industry, uh, which is crazy. You know, Secretarius might be one of the goats, um, you know, but uh, his boys certainly weren't. So, wow. Okay. Yeah, a lot, a lot to a lot to breathe in there. We have this uh, we have this huge research department over at corporate um, handing us down a lot of this information, which is just which is just crazy for them. Yeah, which is good for them. Um, one more little well, note we have, though, Cam, uh, because corporate pulled 15 brides. Pulled 15 brides, 11 one-time brides, and four two-time brides. Cam, the question was posed Do last week, do brides keep their wedding dresses? I believe you were the one who posed it. Ah. Corporate asked 
15 brides. I don't know where they found the time to do this. Out of the 11 one-time brides, 10 of them mm-hmm. still own their dresses, and one gave their dress to the eld- their eldest daughter. So the dress is still in the family, but not in her possession, if that makes sense. Out of the four two-time brides... Uh, only two of them own both of their dresses. The other one only owns their most recent. Um, so I, I, corporate's finding all these hot moms, hot brides, and asking them all these questions. Uh, but it seems as though overwhelmingly, women are keeping their wedding dresses. Yeah, I'm they, wrong. I'm unless wrong. They, unless they got divorced. Um, in which case, you know, out with the old and <laughs> out with the old and with the new, right? Yeah, I was. Uh, I guess I was off on this one. Hmm. Nah. I'm kind of not surprised that I was wrong. I think I might have just put my heels in the sand a little bit and thought that I, as a man, would never have kept it. But you mean you really wouldn't keep your wedding? You mean you didn't keep your wedding tuxedo? My wedding what? Your wedding tuxedo? I probably I don't know. I think that's probably useful. Oh, so it's all utilitarian. But yeah, anyways, there you go, Cam. Um, and folks at home, just so you know, ask ask your mom. Does your mom have her wedding dress? Who knows? She might. Who knows? She might have Is the second. She might have the second one too. Did your mom ever get married? Who knows? Do you have a mom? Who knows? Do you even have a mom? Were you uh, born in utero and fed and then given to a pack of wolves at a young age? Maybe. How did you get access to listen to this radio? I don't know. Um, you're listening to Two Season a Pod at gmail.com, by the way. We didn't get any emails this week, but you know, the inbox is still open. Uh, we're open for little cl- news clips to play or songs. Um, would love it if somebody wanted to call in, like leave a voice note, maybe two season pod at gmail.com. Um, oh, that'd be fun. You know, ask us a question. You know, maybe, maybe uh, you know, we could turn into like a little help thing. You know, people call and ask for our advice. Uh, Cam and I uh, then give our opinions and then, um, you know, who knows? Maybe you live your life by those uh, rules that we lay upon. Yeah, I would, I would love that if someone dialed in. Or not dialed in. I mean, we, emails are uh, just hard to filter through. Mm-hmm. Uh, but voice notes definitely separate yourself from the pack and definitely will get a, a readout. Yeah, we get a lot of promotional material um uh we've signed up on a lot of those uh like write in your email and you're entered to win a chance for a cruise for like a trip down to sandals so we get a lot of uh those type of like sandals emails us five or six times a day uh the cruise lines are always you know they're telling us we've won a cruise but we actually have to go watch a timeshare so then i was too busy this weekend i was checking out a timeshare in vegas cam i love it i think we should go with it i think we should take it of course um i didn't like the marble uh we have so much so many so many incredible fans of the show have reached out to us uh offering us uh cash in exchange for charitable donations that we do and we've taken a lot of that and uh we've put it towards a lot of good things such as this uh this penthouse in vegas overlooking the bellagio um just just a great place we're gonna do a lot of great things from there love it yeah it's really gonna be something nice jump into the gang gang Game segment. The whole game segment. Um, it's like a segment 
But there's games. Of course, uh, we always like to end the show playing, having a little fun. And let's have uh, fun playing some Headla. No, let's play some Free on Kijiji. I was looking at the word head. I was looking at the title of the second name, and I ended up playing the first one. Um, but of course, Frank Kijiji, uh, shit's free everywhere online. Uh, maybe less and less, you know, as the sort of times go on right now. It doesn't mean that you can't leave something out on your front porch and someone's going to pick it up. Uh, yeah, that's what I do, which is really important. So, uh, Cam, how about I, I'm gonna I even gave I even gave the construction worker at my house. Uh, or working outside a cup of coffee the other day. That's so nice of you. Uh, you know, we're all in this together. That's what the airlines say, but that's they were not what with me high school musical when says. I was five minutes late for my flight. <laughs> Did you get on the flight? Nope. I missed it by 12 hours. <laughs> wait. <laughs> so you were, wait, were you 12 hours and five minutes late? Or were you, yes. yeah, 11, yeah. 12, you were, hour, 12 hours and five minutes, 12 late, hours and five I, minutes late. Yeah. Uh, a little pro tip for all out there. Uh, they operate in 24-hour time, not right. the more convenient way. So when you, it says 6 o'clock, don't assume it's 6 p.m. Right, because for some reason you assumed it was p.m. Yes. Um, and so how I thought, it- why the hell would I book a 6 a.m. flight? That's stupid. <laughs> why would the, and, and Well, you thought to yourself, why would there be any 6 a.m. flights? Nobody wants to fly before noon. No one noon. wants to fly from there. All no, flights should stupid. be between noon and 8.30 p.m. And I then they stop. Then so. they stop, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, so how far did you get? How far did you get? Did you get to, like... You would I, have got go- to, I got to the check-in phase. Where I was trying to check in, and then I got to the airport. I'm like, hey, um, I have, like, what did I say? I'm like, hey, for some reason, my online check-in's not working. And then they looked at my ticket. They're like, sir, your flight left at 6. I'm like. <laughs> and they're, so, and then they're like, it's 18 right now, Yeah, sir. and you're like, 18's not a number, dummy. <laughs> 18 is a number, dummy. Not in time. Not in time. <laughs> I looked at my number. Hey, look at my watch. It goes twelve, then one. Okay, (laughs) twelve fifty nine. Then it goes back to one, bro. Come on, don't fuck me like this, bro. Don't Don't fuck fuck me me. like this. Yeah, you're busting my balls. Why you busting my balls, bro? Okay, Cam. I'm hopping into an elevator and I'm looking for some free shit. So, Cam, let's play this. Hey, Jim. Hey, uh, oh, Max, how you doing? Not bad, but I, I, got an, I got an idea for you. I got an idea for you. Listen, oh, we yeah. hate our jobs. Right? I, 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 yeah, I, I've, I, I've been really unhappy lately. You know, Johnson got the big promotion over me. Johnson got the big promotion over you, and who makes that decision? Well, you know, it's, uh, it's the, it's the, it's the, uh, it's the, it's the, you know, the big dog up there. It's the big dog up there. And what yeah. if you could be your own big dog, huh? Um... It, I will, I, well, you know, if I could, if I could have his position, if I could have his position. No, 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 no. not like that, not like that. Yeah, but your own business. My own business? Well, I, I've never thought about having my own business. Well, I, you don't need to think about it, because I, I got an offer for you, okay? I don't have a business idea, but what's the first thing you need to have a business? Um, A, a lot of... Other than an a, idea. A, 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 a pen, a pen to write that idea down on a piece of paper. No. No. Is it where the, pa- is, it the is it the paper where, itself? No, where do people buy your stuff? Where do people go to buy your stuff? Uh you have you have a rental property. 
Okay, we're getting there. We're getting there. Wait, what wait, if why it rains? are you making me do so much work for this? You're um. You can you can get there. I'm just trying to. <laughs> you, you, these are your ideas, not my ideas. You're right. You don't buy my ideas. You buy your ideas. Okay. Uh, I sold. I, I, I never. You don't even know what you're buying yet. Come I don't. On. But you've you've convinced me. Um, I, you're, uh, you're It's a property. You're. Are you a property manager, sir? Are you? No. No. Listen. Listen. I got an inside deal, my friend. Okay. Okay. We don't need the idea yet. We don't need the store, but we need a commercial storefront awning. Okay. I got a free one in Seattle. I just got to make the call. We definitely need two people to pick it up because it's heavy. But I mean, we paint it however we want. It's a free storefront awning. We put whatever business idea and we're laughing in it. Okay. We just got to go up to Seattle, you said? Yeah, yeah, we go up to Seattle. We need two of us for sure. And okay. then what's going to stop us from the next Steve Jobs, huh? Uh, from from him attacking us or from us being no, him? No, we're going to be massive. Once we have a sto- we have the storefront awning, all we need is the storefront and the idea now. And, and that's guess, the I, easy part. I guess part. we're more than halfway there. We've got the awning. Well, I'm more than halfway. But 95%. We just need to quit. I'll take it. And that's right, folks. Uh, a used commercial storefront awning uh, includes the framing, can be paint over or reskin, and that can be found in West Seattle. Okay, okay. What is an uh, for the folks at home who aren't me and they just want to know what's an awning exactly? The thing that hangs over top of your storefront, so you don't like when you're outside of the storefront door, you don't get rained on. Right. So all of your goods and your wares don't get uh, wet. Okay, okay. Those are a hot commodity. I just assumed those were attached to the building. I never I never never took a step outside to think that that was separate, but uh, I'm going to be looking at awnings differently, I think from here on out. Yeah. Well, that's where most that's where you get all your business from, right? That's a good point. That's the that's... first step as I always say. First step <laughs> is get your awning. First step is get your awning cam. That's something you've been saying for years as long as I've known you. Uh you have it you have that phrase tattooed on you. Um, under your butt, like just right under the butt cheek, in that sort of crevice. Uh, nice tattoo call you got. The, call that the gitch. I don't think that's what they call it. You're just making up words at this. Tafupa, gitch. You're making up words at this point. Uh, okay, Cam. Um, uh, I'm gonna hop in the elevator. Or yeah, let's let's play this. Ding ding. What floor are you going to, big fella? Uh oh, I'm going to all the top all the way up, baby. What you didn't need to press all the buttons. <laughs> Remember that Will Ferrell bit in the movie when he touched all the Um Yeah, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Oh, you don't have to be you don't have to be like antsy around me. Are you just like a you, you are fidget kind of guy? You like to move I'm your fingers busy around guy. stuff? I'm a busy yeah, guy. yeah. Here, well, dude, um, I have this fidget spinner for free if you'd like it. Uh, yeah, man, take it. It's that. great for your um, it's great for your things. Um, you're great for fidget spinner, especially because around this time of year, around the Christmas time, uh, it, it, it it's very stressful, right? You want to be like, you know, your you might your mind might be on a couple things. Uh, dude, I mean, if if I can help you out with this, I can. I have this whole little box of little Christmas cards. I don't know if you can need them, if you want to give them to your loved ones or people you don't like. I mean, I guess really anybody. Do you want them? Uh, I guess, yeah. Why not? Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, uh, that's cool. Well, here, um, 
God, I wish I, you know, my father told me it's impolite to give somebody uh, gift cards without giving them a pen along with them. Uh, So I do feel rude. I do have uh, these two, uh, like, uh, snowmen pens uh, that write uh, in black ink. uh, Would that be helpful for you? Oh no, that's great. No, no. Um, Oh god, I feel I feel so rude. I feel like I've given you. I feel like giving so many things. You don't have a way of carrying it. Would you? Do you want this floral pencil case? That uh, I just have it here in my bag. I mean, like, is that something? You know, maybe you can put all your things in there. I mean, I'll take the shirt off your back too if you're offering. Oh no, no, I got to keep the shirt off my back. But I do have this little like uh, plug, uh, like nightlight plug for the bathroom. Uh, I mean, there's no light bulb in it, but you're welcome to have that. Do you even work here, Mister? Oh yeah, no, I work here. Um, uh, I do work here, man. Those two little, I can't help. I can't help but think that um, you know. Well, you you've take you you know with all the with all these things you might not have time to go shopping for uh for your daughter right your 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 probably like teenager daughter or whatever yeah it's tough it's tough to squeeze in a minute or two it's tough oh that's so sorry um well i mean you know i'd love to help you out so much i have this like little necklace that has like some little flowers on it and stuff um maybe this could help you know if you want it it's if you want it you can uh give it to your daughter for christmas Jeez, I really appreciate this, mister. What did okay. you say your name was again? I don't remember what I said my name was, uh, but that's okay because this is my floor. Okay, bye. Wow, what a steal. That's right, Cam. You can find all of this shit. It's in the, like, in the same ad. If you are anywhere near Buffalo, New York, that's right, up there on, uh, on by... Campbell Boulevard and beautiful Miller Sport Highway. Um, you can get this little pencil case, these two little snowmen pens, this fidget spinner, a little necklace, uh, this little nightlight flower thing, and these uh, Christmas greeting cards. Hey, what a steal! One ad, all this free shit. Incredible. Yeah, what a steal! Huh. You never see that. You, um, you never I, see I that. I the story. I, be- I imagine there's cleaning. Yeah, that sounds like uh, the type of things you get rid of when you are cleaning an old, like, drawer or something like that. Yeah, they're like, let's go through the, literally just a junk drawer that they cleaned. Yeah, yeah, it sounds, uh, that sounds like it, but it's all free. The stuff you can find out there for free online, Cam, is insane sometimes. Did you, what, what service did you use to do that? Uh, well, Cameron, uh, a good magician never reveals his secrets. A boy never kisses and tells. <laughs> I used Craigslist. I used Craigslist. Uh, God bless Craigslist. Sponsor the show unofficially, um, because, of course, this is the only radio show that you can listen to that has over an hour of uninterrupted uh, radio play. No, there is no band. We're not cutting to weather or traffic. Um, But on that note, we're going to cut to some weather and traffic. Weather and traffic is here right now. Weather and traffic don't have a cow. Weather outside's looking okay. Can't really have a coffee out on the balcony yet in the morning. And traffic is looking pretty damn easy because nobody's out on the road. That was the two-season-a-pod weather and traffic report. Um, You guys stay safe out there. Stay safe, folks. (laughs) 
Uh, you know, the show keeps going on, of course, as it always does. Um, and now, now for our next, uh, our next um, segment after news and weather, or sorry, weather and traffic. It's, it's weather, the news weather report, and traffic. Where not everything is true. Uh, and your your local thirty sixty six percent news reporter for Ohio or no Ohio. Hey 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 headline or asinine. That's right, headliner asinine. Cam, this is turning into a flat out news show. Um, flat out news show. Where <laughs> this we, is head- most of the content is real. This is Headliner Asinine. Of course, Cam and I have three headlines for each other. Some of them are real. Some of them are fake. And uh, let's try to figure out what's going. Cam, how about you hit me first? All right, big fella. Uh, Let me pull this up here. Toilet manufacturer offering R. Kelly's face in a toilet bowl. Oh, okay. What what better... (laughs) What better to wrong those who have wronged you than is to wrong them back in a similar manner, one could say, right? Tit for tat, eye for an eye, if you will. Um, For example, if someone gouges out your eye, you're allowed to gouge out their eye. I think so. Literally. Eye for eye. Um, I fried tip for tat, right? If, um, if somebody, you know, if you, if you, if your, char- if your sibling gave you a Charlie horse, you Charlie horsed him back. You know, they were, you know, the little towel whip, you know, when you can like you, you'd be doing the dishes and you have a little towel and you're like, you like, you get a good snap, be prepared. Cause you might get snapped back. Right. And the penultimate, I think example of that is pissing on somebody. I can't think of something that is, um, like right off the bat, more humiliating than and having your face in it. Than being pissed on. Like I mean, being shit on, I guess, would be pretty gross. Like if like I was in public or something, that would also be pretty gross. I guess you're pissing and shitting. It's both. You can yeah. come on it if you too. Well, no, you probably don't want to come on R. Kelly's face. Mm. Um, but it'd be pretty cool. No, I bet not a lot of people have come on R. Kelly's face. Um, you know, but the instant profits from this, from the meme generation, is through the roof. Uh, you can buy a little cozy, put it in your shitter, and the next thing you know, you're dumping on a man who just wanted a little bump and grind. There's nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. Cam, that's a headline. I made it up. It's a lie. But nice one. I think, th- I think the problem with it would just be like getting copyright to use his face. Because I was going to say never slander. <laughs> yeah. Like, who's going to agree to like, hey, would you mind if we use your uh, face for a toilet? They're like, no. Like, the, who's going to agree to that ever? Well, you know, that, you know, that's the thing. The news likes to cover, especially a lot of American news outlets, I find, will cover stories that aren't even going anywhere. It's just a good headline, yeah. uh, which is also pretty funny, depending on who you listen to. Clicks okay, for Cam. the chicks. That's what we always say on our website. Clicks for the chicks. Uh, in a website, of course. Uh, has has, has web have websites been invented yet? Um, um, I'm pretty right, sure. Uh, I, I, I I'm yeah. I'm pretty sure it's like 2002, so we're all good. Cam. Um, headline. Uh, Cam. Headliner asks nine. A uh, woman gives birth during car crash, then can't find the baby. I think. Your 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 diagnoses of that American headlines just say things without there being much context to it really makes the story way more believable because she could have not seen it. She could like, I can't find my baby for like 
you know, 15 seconds, or it could be an hour. Um, she gave birth during car crash. Okay, yeah, this all comes together. They're speeding towards the hospital. Baby pops out, um, and then he looks back, and he's like, it's beautiful. <laughs> Formula F1 style. Baby goes flying. <laughs> like flying out flying out the window, right? Yeah, but it's fine. It's, it's Like good. comically, and when the umbilical cord hits that like peak tension, it snaps off very dramatically. Right, and then yeah. the, the uh, Joe, Joe, uh, Joe the fireman catches it and goes... It's a girl. That's it. That's a headline. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, you 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 either like never get to the point or get to it immediately. Cam, that's a headline. That's a headline. Um, yeah. So pretty much, so a woman driving the car by herself, going into labor, uh, goes to make a turn. She starts hydroplaning across the highway, uh, where she eventually kind of like slams into a brick wall. Right. Um, so like right there, I think like she gives birth, like she gave birth by herself in this car. Um, but yeah, but the, the wreckage was like so bad that nobody could find it. Um, it kind of, (laughs) kind of, no, there's no photos on this. Understandably. So there's probably a lot of blood because they couldn't Um, find the baby. There's no photos. (laughs) They found the baby. Of course it was like in, uh, they had to like it like fell between a crack that wouldn't have been there if the car wasn't completely destroyed to shit. Uh, the baby's okay though. We went to the prenatal ICU. Everything's fine. The conditions stable. Yada yada. Um, Good. But I thought that that's why I thought the story was gonna go dark. It could have got it could have gone either way. All right. Well, we got we got a uh, news. Uh, this is coming straight from my straight, straight from the tower. Um, a Mustang driver said he didn't stop because he thought troopers wanted to race. Ah, uh, yes. Um, you know, you're in a Mustang. What do you want to do? You want to drive fast. Uh, you know, any any sports car, you want to drive fast. The fact that we have eighty kilometer maximums 100 kilometer maximum somewhere is a travesty i want to drive my porsche so dangerously fast that i could kill everybody you know that's how i choose to live my life and the fact that i'm the government stops me from doing so is is an abomination quite frankly but we're not going to talk about that we're talking about this one man in a mustang trying to relive that dave Chappelle bit uh, where Dave Chappelle's friend races the cop. Um, so who knows? Big Dave Chappelle fan. Dave Chappelle certainly made a resurgence in the last, what, three, four years? Maybe he's a fan just old school Chappelle's show. Um, and in that case, he's just paying homage to him. This is a headline. This is a this is a headline, and it is happening in Minnesota in Elkhart County. Um, mm. He says that, but, I mean, he... Did go 120 in a 70 mile an hour zone and was chased for 25 miles. So I don't know. I think once the lights go on, uh, you got a pretty good damn idea. It's no longer a race. <laughs> yeah, and also like I th- I didn't know you were a cop isn't like a good defense. Yeah. So you nailed it. You nailed it. Hit me up. Okay, probably to Cam. Okay, hi or no Ohio. Uh, Facebook will pay you $5 to record your voice. Ugh. 
Uh, I'm going to say, yeah, my first thoughts on that is they collect so much bullshit data and because they don't have access to Google Home, they don't have that uh, recording technology, but they want to be able to sell something. So um, I don't even know what they're using it for. And I think $5 is a good enough amount where people are going to be like, fuck, I'll sell my data for five bucks. Uh, so I think that's a headline. You got it, Cam. That's a headline. Um, Facebook, I guess they have like they have their own little deal called the Portal. I guess it's not like the other. It's it's like the other you know talk to products, but it's like Facebook's version. Anyways, um, Facebook will pay you five dollars. Uh, all you have to do is simply record the phrase "Hey Portal, call." Um, right. Uh, it wants to hear you say those things. Or sorry, following the first name of one of your Facebook friends. Uh, it wants to hear you do that twice, actually. Um, so pretty much what it's doing, it wants to hear, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of people saying those things to up its, like, pronunciation AI or something, right? So it can kind of, like, better know how people pronounce things and then be able to interpret when people are speaking to the device later, um, it gives you like Facebook points or something like that. And then you can get those points and like hook up your Facebook to your PayPal and uh, you'll get five bucks sent right to you. Yeah, I'm out on that one. I'm not giving them that much access to my shit. Well, yeah, I'm that's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, you know, you give Google access to your stuff. You you got you got to pick who to give access to your things, right? Whether it be well, your Amazon it. device. That's what I mean. They already have it. So right. So maybe just I'm having your voice else. is one too many. No, they already have my voice, but I'm saying I don't want to give it to another company. To use of course, me. yeah, that's yeah, yeah, definitely. You get the idea. <clears throat> okay. Um. Uh, news coming in from the wire here. Uh, <laughs> The wire coming in from Special Agent James McNulty? Missouri sues China for not doing enough to stop coronavirus spread. Hmm. Uh, controversial topic, Cam. Um, you know, not only <clears throat> on the worldwide scale, but also for you. We know how you feel about mixed, uh, you know, about mixed race families. We heard your Don't opinions. Don't put that label uh, on From me. dusk till dawn. <laughs> um... People from Missouri, I now I know we probably we have a lot of listeners down in Missouri. I don't exactly know where you are. Um, if I were to look at a map, I'm gonna say uh, one of the one of the plantation kind of states. I'm gonna say you're in, um, but I could not know Missouri, St. Louis. That's it. That's a thing, right? That's it. Yeah. There's that big uh, that big arch, and uh, you know if your biggest tourist attraction is a fucking arch, you gotta be pretty stupid. You gotta also got to be pretty stupid to think that you can like sue a country i've never sued anybody let alone a large governing body but i can only imagine it's not that simple i can't yeah. foresee like i go down to the courthouse one day and they're like oh what's 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 your business here i'm like oh i'm here to sue the country of china um, and if it did, man, that could be trial of the century though. You know, picture, I picture like a young upcoming lawyer taking the role for Missouri and he's against like the, the legal brigade of China's law force team. And somehow this young up and coming hotshot young start lawyer, um, wins the case for the state of Missouri. What they want in compensation, I don't know, money or stuff. Maybe they want tea. 
Um, possibly all the tea in China. That's a headline. That is a headline, and it's by, I think, reading into it a little bit more, it sounds like it's kind of a stunt because they know that it's very, very, very difficult to sue an entire country. You're, tell- you're telling me. I spent you're four years me. in law school. Um, so it sounds like it's a, a public stunt because the election's coming up, and you're just trying to get people to rally up. You're like, he's trying to sue China. Must be a good fella. That's a good point. That's a good point. Caught th- I caught that one, Cam, though. Okay. <clears throat> Your final high or no high, Cam. You got this one? Ready. High or no high. The heir to the Velcro family fortune arrested for public indecency. <sighs> it's so crazy, but not that crazy at all. Um... I feel like if this one's true, it literally has nothing to do with them being. It's just like though those are the people there. It was a brother and his adopted black sheep brother, um, who doesn't actually like. He tries to fit in with the family. And he's definitely getting paid by the family, but <laughs> he's not actually like a real family member. Um, and they were just trying to have a good time after the bar. And then uh, they just they, they saw a fountain. It's coming in the spring, and they just ripped off some clothes, got into the spring. They said, that's them Velcro boys again. The police came around and uh, busted them and said, oh, we don't need to see any more of this, fellas. And then, uh, but I'm calling asinine. What are you calling it? Asinine. It's a lie. Uh, no Ohio. No Ohio. Uh, Cam, that's in Ohio. You got it. Fucking so smart. I don't think I this is a it. smart, it sound, not it sounded smart like, thing. It sounded like a Cam headline. No, I, I just know how you style yours now. You put, you put things that you're like, huh, just wacky enough to be true. A lot, I'll, I, hey, a lot of the things I say are true and they're equally as wacky. Fair. That's for sure. That is for sure. And that's all the time we have for the show. Yeah, and uh, we got Jim coming in for the next hour here, giving us his smooth, silky tunes. Of course, Maybe we have hear smooth... some Stevie Ray Vaughan. That's, that's smooth. <laughs> yeah, the silky, smooth tones, twangs of Stevie Ray Vaughan's guitar. Um, of course, we're, we're being forced off here. the air here, folks. Remember, you can rate, review, like, bum, subscribe bum, to the bum, podcast because we're everywhere. Remember, uh, you can write an email to seasonpod at gmail.com. Uh, special thanks to the art department for making the incredible uh, photos that we use every single week. We're on YouTube, and uh, we'll check you next week, folks. Okay, bye. Continuing tonight on Two Season a Pod. 96.7 on your Two season a pot, 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 two season a pot